Hello and welcome to the James Whale Radio Show, broadcast by Super Technology around the universe. Yes, the James Whale Radio Show that is not only broadcast on a radio station, but is now broadcast above all radio stations. Featuring, of course, Rob and Nick from Dead Air Podcasts and all the stuff you want to talk about, plus a little bit more. So, ladies and gentlemen, the James Whale Radio Show is on the air. James Whale, James Whale, James Whale Radio Show. Uh, now, hello, this is uh, James Whale, the James Whale Radio Show featuring... The Dead Air Podcast with Nick and Rob. We'll try and get that just a little slicker for next time, shall we? Now, were you going to do the news? We were going to talk about Asda. What do you want to... Oh, Asda. Yeah. Not Tesco, Sainsbury's or Morrison's. Not little, not Waitrose, not Aldi. Nope, Asda. Asda. Asda are in the news today. By the way, we are available for any of those organisations who'd like to advertise with us. Just get in touch with Dead Air Podcasts and we will fix you up with a really good advertising package. And now, back to the programme. Boys. Asda have got themselves in hot water over a fancy dress costume that they were selling. And the fancy dress costume was a mental patient outfit. And it was a blood-stained uniform with um, a crazy mask and wild hair. And it was uh, it was labelled as a mental patient outfit. It also came with your own rubberized machete. That was it, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know what I think about it, or do I want to know what you want to think about we it? We want to know what you think about it. I bet you do. Um, OK, first of all, Halloween is approaching rapidly. And I can never, I, I, I'm appalled that, that somebody at Asda, and I've heard all the excuses today, but somebody who does the buying for Asda uh, did not keep their eye on the game and they allowed this to go through. Now, why they would allow something called the mental patient outfit to go through, I have no idea. And I hope they are reprimanded and, uh, uh, quite frankly, I think it's serious enough for them probably to lose their job. But secondly... Why would they want to sell something as crass as this? And even more worryingly, why would anybody want to buy it? Yeah, because me and Nick save money every year. We just go out as ourselves. Yeah, well, I, I'm not at all surprised about that. We, we, thing... we dress up as serial killers because they look like everyone else. Yeah, OK, all right. I know you want to make light of this, guys, but I think this is, I think this is worrying that we're coming to the time when people dress their kids up as little devils. But what's wrong with that? There's, the devil's not real, so... Well, sure, the sure devil's we not real, but why instill in kids that there is such a thing that they can... I mean, it just it doesn't seem to me to be... We don't celebrate anything else, really. Oh, well, oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. We get very excited at the terrorist attack on Parliament on November the 5th, don't we? Well, wouldn't that... By that logic, then, would it be wrong to dress up a little girl in a fairy princess costume? Because Personally, there's... I don't like dressing people up in anything, really. Yeah, but children like play dressing, don't they? Yeah, but what's wrong with knights in armour and cowboys and Indians? It was OK for me. Times change. Oh. It's all oh. uh, Xboxes and Playstations nowadays. Yeah, and don't come trick-or-treating with me, will you? Do you not like it when kids knock on your door asking for sweets? No, and I've been told off about the hot tar and uh, other stuff that comes down from the battlements. <laughs> we just go out for the evening. <laughs> yeah. Do you? 
That's, no, that's our way in. of handling it. Yeah, we go out for the evening so we don't have to open the door, basically. I stay in and allow my dogs to deal with it. What about... I, I, I put this thought out there for anybody who wishes to, to be involved. Why, when we have so many nasty people around, would you encourage your children to go and knock on strangers' doors? That's a good point. I've, I've no idea. And, and we never used to. This is just another one of those silly, nasty Americanisms that, that I mean, it's, it's, it's that kind of 30-somethings have picked it up and they think, oh, it's lovely. Let's go out and trick or treat and we'll take all the kids. Oh, no, please. They should all be in bed. Of course they should be in bed. What about bonfire night? Do you like that? I don't mind organised bonfires, but I think the idea that you can go into a supermarket or a sweet shop and buy explosives when we live in times of, of terrorist unrest is rather silly. I agree with you 100% on that. I, d I don't know why people buy fireworks for their back garden. I don't either. You, you can, if you go to an organised display, it's it's much better show. Yeah. It's often supporting a local charity as well. And you're in a crowd of, you know, a few hundred people who can all sort of enjoy something together. I think it's a very good point. A and very good point. You get a lot, you, you know, you get a lot better show than you'd ever get spending 30 or even 50 pounds in a supermarket and trying to do it yourself. I'm not that bothered about people maybe buying them as long as they stick to the one night a year. It's the week running up to it and the week running after it. And then they keep them for New Year yeah. and... It just goes on and on and on. It's always late at night, two o'clock in the morning. Someone's drunk and they think it's cool to set off a, a big rocket or something in the back of the garden and wake everybody in the village up. You know, it's illegal to do that. Yeah, but you've got to find them, though, haven't you? Well, yes, that's a very good point. I'm just looking out of my window and I've just seen something I haven't seen before. Sky? Sunshine? No. New CCTV camera at the end of the road. Oh, that's <laughs> Rob's. He installed it on Wednesday. Oh, is it yours? Yes, yeah, it's right. mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's because we had to put the van in for its MOT. Ah, oh, OK. Gotcha. We have yeah. to keep an eye on you. The James Well Radio Show. Spitting in the street. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I'm glad to say that one London borough, Walthamstow, I think is going to slap a fine on anybody who spits in the street of £300. No nukes. No I think, nukes. I think, no nukes. I think that... Oh, no God. nukes. Oh, just a minute. Just no a minute. nukes. It's one of these demonstrations no behind nukes. me who, um, who actually wants to get in on the programme. There's nothing more annoying no than trying nukes. to do something and you get a demonstrator. But let me just demonstrate how you deal with a demonstrator. No nukes. Uh, young man. Yeah. Oh, rather old and smelly man. Come over here. Come over here. Come yeah. over here. What do you want? Now, nice to see you. Now, what is it you're trying to tell everybody about? I don't want there to be any nuclear stuff in the world. Well, I think that's very admirable. Uh, nuclear power I'm in favour of, but not, not nuclear bombs or anything like that. Oh, what are they going to do with all the waste? Well, yes, that's a very good point. It's definitely something we should be debating in this world, isn't it? No nukes. I, yes. That's it. Get rid of it all. Yeah. Now, tell me, what's the name of that little dog you have with woof, you? Woof, 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 Yeah. What's the name? Nick. Nick. Hello, Nick. How are you? Woof, woof. No, it's all right, Nick. No, I'm very dog friendly. 
anyway, listen, let me just do this program and then we'll come back and record an interview with you a little later. Is that okay? Oh, that's, a, that's brilliant. Well, I can get on the air and, and... Of course you can. Of course you can. I'll tell you what to do. Uh, you see this uh, young lady over here? Uh-huh. She works for me. She's going to take you off and buy you a nice cup of coffee. Oh. Here's £10 as well. All right. All Thank right? You. Go and do that, and, woof, uh, woof, and then woof. we'll talk about no nukes a little later. Oh, thanks for that. That's I'll all right. Be... That's okay. The way you handled that was very professional. Yes. Well, I've heard that there are some broadcasters who actually allow themselves to get involved in fights. Oh, who who would be so so poor a broadcaster to do that though? Well, I've no 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 I no names no patrol as they say, but anybody that would do that is really somebody who should be perhaps you. I mean, what's going to happen if you do things like that, guys? You're going to get a caution by the police for assault. Oh dear! You might lose your job. Yeah. I just realised something, James. What? I I don't drink coffee or tea. I only drink Coke. Right. Can okay. I have £10 and a Coke, please? Yes, you can. Off you go. Thank you. All right? There we are. Talk to you later. That's it. Off you go. Has he gone? Yeah, he's left now. Good, good. Okay. But anyway, if anybody ever does do that in future, we just chat to them and make them part of the programme. Good idea. Very good idea. Yeah. Now, can we encourage people to sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, send us messages on Facebook, tweet us, email us maybe, and, and we could use their thoughts in another show? Yes. In fact, Rob's got some messages already from uh, the last podcast that we did. Has he? Uh, only po messages of, of positivity. Well, that's all right. But Are if you... there's something people want to talk about or they want to uh, criticise something, we should bring those in as well. We, li we like complaints. Yeah. Complaints are good. If anyone's got any yeah. complaints... Send them yeah. to Nick. Yes, because it'll be Nick that really will encourage the complaints. Anyway, can we get back to spitting on the street? I really think it's disgusting. Do, do you spit on the street? Only if there's a fly in my mouth. That's slightly acceptable. I don't spit at all. I just blow my nose with some tissue and put it in my pocket. I don't understand what, why, how a human needs to spit. No, it's, it, it, apparently it's a cultural thing. Right. I'm not sure what sort of culture says it's acceptable to spread your germs all over the place, but it is a cultural thing. But I think, I think it's a cultural thing that could stop. I mean, the same way that there used to be communal toilets back in Roman times. Nobody thought any more of... I mean, would you want to go and sit down on the toilet next to... Be, oh, no, absolutely not. Those sort of cultural things have to move on. Aren't you supposed to spit after you've just had a wee, though? I wasn't actually thinking of a wee, but anyway. Um, uh, yeah, well, are you why? I thought it was some sort of, as, as you're having a wee, you're supposed to spit on it. I, I have noticed, apparently, some people do that, but... Um, but I haven't what, seen that for many you, years. What are you two doing, analysing people's weeing behaviour? I've, I've stopped going to public toilets. <sighs> I don't, there aren't many public toilets left. But every time I used to go to public toilets, people would have a wee and then spit. It's interesting, I mean, women will not understand this, but, but men, well, they might, but we still have to, to, uh, to, to urinate in a communal way. Mm. And uh, it, it, it's interesting, the etiquette of communal urinating, because there's a sort of way of doing it. If you're, if you're in there and it's completely empty, you usually go to the urinal furthest away from the door. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. 
And you, and I don't know whether you do this, but I always look for a clean one, one that's not full of cigarette butts, chewing gum or pubic hair. You often get the situation where there's three urinals and two of them are used and you've got to go in the middle. Do you wait or do you just go in the middle? I sometimes use a cubicle if it's not too disgusting. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. they're always disgusting, though. They are disgusting. Could you imagine ever using a cubicle in a public toilet? I couldn't. I actually am a bit obsessed about toilets and the availability of them. Yeah. And because I've spent a lot of time travelling around, I've found certain service stations that are very good. So I'll know on a given stretch of road where there are good toilets to be used if, if they are required. Yeah. And I actually had this idea, which Rob thinks is silly, to make an app for the phones that you can ask it, where the nearest toilet is or you go, you tell it what your route is and it tells you which toilets but it, it's you can rank them in terms of cleanliness i think that's a bloody good idea can we do that on the show can we make well, that is, sort this... of james well radio show dead air podcast app and can we get people to write in email us tell us where the best ones are because there are so few public toilets that are actually not a health hazard. Yeah. Well, what I'm talking about, really, it's not so much public toilets like the ones that the council operate. No, no, when I say a public toilet, yeah. I mean, personally, if I need something like that, I will go into a hotel. Yeah. yeah. Or a and big, there will super, always big department big, store or something. Or a department store. Yeah. yeah. Now, my idea was that you would have, um, you'd open up the app and you'd say, right, and it would find out where you were because it's got the sat-nav inside the phone. And then you'd say, right, well, I need to use the loo. And it'd go, well, there's there's a Debenhams, a five-minute walk from you. And it's got, you know, four urinals and four cubicles, and it's got a five-star cleanliness rating and this, that, and the other. So, yeah, that would be... I would rather pay, wouldn't you? I mean, there was a huge outcry some years ago when Harrods put a, a charge of one pound to use their toilets. But they're impeccably clean, and there's a man or a woman there... Uh, who makes sure it is clean and makes sure people don't abuse it because there's nothing worse, and particularly on the service station. Quite often the floors are flooded. Uh, in the men's, the men, men seem to find it almost impossible to point Percy at the porcelain without missing. And and I would rather pay a little uh, a little charge so that somebody could be in there and keep an eye on it. I would as well. I'd rather spend a pound when I want to spend a penny and know that it's totally immaculate. A lot of people think this is probably stupid, but I think this is a really important conversation because there is nothing worse when you're out and you need to go where you can't find somewhere that's clean and safe to go. I agree. Rob, what do you think? I, I tend to avoid needing to go to the toilet when I'm out and about. Well, sometimes, you know, you can't. I went to one once in Argentina... And it was on the road from Buenos Aires to Mar del Plata, which is a really long route. And we stopped at this petrol station, which was like something from the 50s. And I went to the toilet and it was literally just a hole in the floor. There was no sink. There was nothing. Well, you know, when you when you you when you're in need of a, a, a larger stop, shall we say? Yes. And I tend I don't do that anywhere except home, by the way. No, I'm the same. I can't yeah, do that. I, I can't do that. I just cannot. I can't. I couldn't sit in a place. Oh, no, please. C could you do that at uh, somebody else's house? Not. Not. No. I what would, about I, in Harrods? Possibly. If the cleanliness was good enough, would you? 
Well, I'm a once a day man. Oh, okay. And uh, tend to get that all out of the way. Anyway, but the, the point is that I was going to make, you know, you talk about the hole in the ground. Yeah. Uh, same on the continent as well. That is apparently the best way for your body for you to do that particular well, it's thing. nature, isn't it? You're supposed to squat. Yeah. Sitting they down would... on a toilet, your your insides are not in line. Also, your cheeks are you... squeezed together. Exactly. For you to... Um, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I trust that. Rob to bring down the tone of the uh, No, no, this podcast. isn't bringing down the tone. This is something that people should talk about and should understand. Because, you know, a lot of men... A lot of women, I suppose, but a lot of men have have real problems with this. Do you, uh, if you have ever been caught short, do you do the trick with the old um, five hundred sheets of toilet roll? What, what are you talking about? He's he's, <laughs> Wait, living, you line he's the... living on another planet. That's Wait, where you line the toilet seat with sheets and sheets and sheets of toilet roll so you feel safe to sit down? Um, no, I've never done that. Is that just I me must... then? No, I've never I done think, that. I think that's probably just you. Oh, okay, but, but they've uh, done. I I could probably count. On the fingers of one hand, the amount of times in my entire life. Me I've too, had to do but that. I can yeah. tell you that about two of them, maybe four times, that's what I've had yeah. to do. Yeah, they've done loads of research in this, and there's the toilet seats are generally pretty clean. Yeah, People... apparently toilet seats are cleaner than where you eat your food. Yeah, yeah. there's more bacteria in the ice tray where they put the ice in your drink than there is in the uh, toilet seat. Are you one of those people who? In... In, indulges in one of the mints they have in the bowls in a restaurant when you leave. Uh, depends on the restaurant, I think. Well, you shouldn't. Why? Well, because they found out, they did a check on those mints, you don't find them very often now, that the amount of urine on those mints is incredible. Ooh. How did we get onto this subject again? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but I think oh, it's spitting in the streets. Yeah. Spit it, yeah. Shall we move on? Now, let's talk a little bit about climate change, because it's very much in the news at the moment. The world's uh, scientists have decided that climate change is 95% likely to be man-made, or man is likely to have contributed to it. Do you know, I, I would actually go further. I would think probably there's a 100% chance that man has had something to do with the way the climate of this planet goes. But this is the problem I have, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And before you all yell at me and say, climate change denier, don't. Stop and think. One of the biggest problems of this planet is the amount of human beings that inhabit it. So if we're going to really want to do something to control the way this planet actually looks after us human beings, maybe we should think about stopping breeding quite so many of us. Maybe we should limit our families. I'm not suggesting, by the way, that's a good idea. I'm just putting it out there. And also, I think that recycling is a damn good idea. And I'll tell you why. Because there is only so much space on this planet, and there are so many of us. If we keep throwing away rather than reusing stuff, we are all going to drown in a sea of filth. But having said that, Whilst everybody gets excited and says the temperature of the planet is climbing, the sea is getting warmer, the greenhouse gases are, uh, are getting beyond control, we have to do something about it. What, what are we going to do about it? Are we, are we actually going to stop living the way we are? And even if we stop, even if we stop doing what we're doing, 
Will that affect the planet in the way that we want? Will the scientists be able to categorically tell us if we don't drive, fly, or burn fossil fuel, then this planet will carry on in a very habitable state for hundreds, thousands of years? I don't think so. I think what politicians have to say is that this planet's climate has always changed. It changed at the time of the dinosaurs, it changed at the time of the Romans, it changed at the time of the Tudors, it's always changing. And maybe what we have to do is learn to adapt to change with the climate of the planet. If we stop what we're doing, it isn't necessarily going to make any difference to the planet at all. It could, but it might not necessarily improve the planet's weather. The weather will always change. The climate will always change. I'm just suggesting this because all the stuff that's coming out at the moment is totally confusing. It wasn't long since the scientists said they were 99% sure about global warming. Now it's 95%. Ban Ki-moon has come on and said the heat is on. Well, the heat is on, but it hasn't actually been on for the last 15 or so years, and they're not sure why that is. If they were to say, listen, the climate is changing, and we must all learn to adapt, then surely more of us would listen. And if they start thinking that this is a good excuse to start bringing in new taxes, well, I don't know about you, but I don't know how we're all going to manage to pay them. So let's have the debate about climate change. But let's stop telling everybody that we can control the climate. We can't. Whatever we do, whether it's different to what we're doing now, is surely going to have an effect on the planet. And the reason it's going to have an effect on the planet is because there are so many human beings here. So to affect the planet, man is responsible. But if we stopped doing what we're doing now and went back to the time before all the new power and then started burning fossil fuels and wood and everything else, would the planet be any better off? I'm not sure. Surely mankind is just going to have to become more inventive about ways they live on this piece of rock floating around in the universe. Because one thing is certain, in the future, at some point, maybe millions of years in the future, I don't know, this planet will be uninhabitable for human beings. So let's have a sensible debate and stop people getting all excited. And as soon as somebody throws in a new suggestion, stop pointing the fingers and suggesting that people are climate change deniers. I don't know anybody sensible that doesn't say the climate is changing. Of course it's changing. It will always change. But can we actually affect it one way or the other? And should we start trying to tamper with it? If we take as read that whatever we've been doing has changed the planet, trying to change it differently might not make any difference. In fact, it might even be worse. I don't know. I'm just suggesting these things. You tell me what you think. Get on the website. Get on the Facebook. Tweet me. Let's have that debate. James Well! James Well! James Well! I saw a woman jogging along in the park, bless her cotton socks the other day, obviously she needed to lose a little weight, and she was jogging, but she didn't have uh, the right clothing on. 
what was she? And wearing? same with the tie. Well, she well, it was a, it was just too loose, and she was going to end up with huge bruises. And the same with the guys as well. If you're going to wear lycra, you've got to make sure you've got undergarments that hold your body together if you're jogging. I've just taken up going to the gym. Yes, I know. Do you? He, he, told... think, he thinks you're me. Oh, sorry. Is it the other one's taken up going to the gym? Yeah, I've well. taken up going to the gym. The other Nobody one. Nobody minds out there. You know, they're all listening. They can't distinguish you two. Can anybody tell Rob a knob apart? <laughs> Rob and who? Uh, my name is Nick, if you don't mind. Oh, Rob. Rob and Nick. Sorry, what did I say? You said Rob and Nob. Just euphemisms for stealing. Did you want to say that again? No. <laughs> leave it in. <laughs> I can't leave that in. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> Rob and Nob. Actually, <laughs> makes quite a nice... Uh, welcome to the programme, and don't forget my two friends from Dead Air Podcast, Rob and Nob, here to tell you what they... <laughs> uh, there's, there's two of us finding this funny. James, can I ask you to help us? <laughs> That's it. You've lost us, Nick. We're off. <laughs> oh, dear, right, go on. Shut up, Robin. <laughs> Robin. <laughs> Robin Flames. He's thinking his face is... <laughs> Uh, Robin. All right, okay. Robin Dames. Yeah, it doesn't Robin, work. Robin. Robin hey, hey, Names. Let's, let's make it up to him. Right. All right. Your your turn to talk. I want to ask you to help settle an argument. <laughs> oh goodness me. Oh dear. Can I ask you to help us settle an argument, James? Go on. If someone gave you. Assuming that you didn't have anything at that point, if someone gave you a million pounds when you were in your mid to late twenties, could you live on that for the rest of your life without working? No. Yay! I win. <laughs> <laughs> See, I say you. I say you could. Well, if you, you were a clever investor, you probably could. If you were never going to have any children, you probably could. It rather depends how, how the value of money goes and what inflation is like. Um, but if somebody turned around and said, James, here's, uh, here's a couple of hundred thousand pounds, I'd probably live for the rest of my life. Uh, That's because you're a multimillionaire, though, already. It's not because I'm a multimillionaire. I've got nothing at the moment. Hey, listen, I'm having to struggle around. The only work I'm getting is with you guys. And we're right, not even so paying not you. I am getting a bit more. And you're not even paying me, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's about time we got a sponsor. Well, we need to get one soon because because me and Rob we're, we're taking two hundred pound a show home, and to be honest with you, the, ba what? the bank balance is looking really bad. Your now. what? Each, each, yeah. Well, you know, we've got to cover our costs. Uh, we've got. I we have to come up the stairs and. Um, Hang on. The computer on. I was gonna I was gonna invite you down and give you free tickets to an evening with James Whale in Luton on November the 9th. The, we, you can we bloody can... well pay now. Listen, we obviously do not get paid for doing the podcast. If we do, we're just paying ourselves to make it look good. We, we yeah. this podcast yeah. has well, cost so us what, in that case, come down November the 9th. We will be can... there. Yeah. And anybody hasn't got their tickets yet, get in touch with the uh, Luton Library Theatre. Luton, the city of culture, invites James Whale for an evening of entertainment and talk. 
It should be good. Are you going to have any guests? Well, we're going to be there. You're going to be there. I mean, real well, guests. Shane Ritchie may be there. Eamon Holmes said he'd come. Did he? Yeah. The trouble is, they all say they'll come, and then they let you, you know... Yeah, but Eamon Holmes is in a different league to everybody else. Is he? He's superstardom. I wouldn't go that far. No, I wouldn't go that far. Isn't he on telly every morning? Some people have just got something. A quality... Anyway, listen, guys, just before I say, an evening with James Well, which is like a one-man show, what I do is I talk about my life in broadcasting. That'll take ten seconds. Um, then we have a then we have a, a an interval and we have a few drinks all of us together. Is that where we go selling the books? And then we sell some of my books and then I come back and then I do sort of half an hour questions from the audience and they always want to ask about you know what was it like working for such and such? What was it like when you met so and so? And and how did you feel when you got sacked? I'll tell you the question that I really don't I don't mind and everybody ask it now. People always say to you. What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you on air? You must get some boring. Have you not heard my show? <laughs> so how would I how would I be able to pick one instance? Hmm. But there'll be some serious sad bits and some humour. So uh, join us on the ninth, and you be quick to get a ticket. There's only it's only a small audience. So well, we've got two tickets, haven't we? Yeah, you've got two tickets. Yeah, but they're going on eBay as soon as we finish. <laughs> yeah, well, that is true. I knew, that. <laughs> I knew you'd do that. Listen, I think it's time we went now because I think the pub across the road is calling. I don't think we can go on too long until we get a sponsor. Yeah, we do need to get a sponsor. What about the pub across the road? Maybe they can sponsor us. That's what I thought. Why don't we sort of finish the show now and retreat across the road, have a glass, see if we can't talk a few people into into investing. Have they got Coca-Cola across the road? Is that all you drink? Yes. Do you never do you never drink a proper drink, a nice glass of wine, a beer? Oh, occasionally. A, very, very, very occasionally. Maybe a gin and tonic. No. I don't know. No. No, no spirits. Alphadas. Southern Comfort and lemonade. Limoncello. Grappa. We're always driving, James. That's the problem. We've always got our cars. So we've just never been in that situation where we've been dear going out dear. and having a drink. We live in rural North Wales, where it costs 60 quid to get a taxi home. So... 60 quid? <laughs> Seriously, you know... That's a month's wages down here. Well, this is it. This is why everyone drives. That's why all the pubs here are empty. <laughs> well, OK. All right, listen. Um, everybody out there, thanks for uh, for listening to the programme. And uh, please give us some feedback on what you think of the show, what you want to hear us talk about. And uh, we will start to include guests on the programme as well when these two have uh, worked out how we can do it. Well, they've nearly worked it out now, haven't you? We're getting there. If you stop rattling your microphone around against your clothes, that would be a well, slap. I can't, I can't help that because I think, I, need a, I think you've done that on purpose. We haven't. We. Oh, I'm you. What? How's uh, that? The microphone is touching your clothes. Yeah. Well, it's. If I hold it up like that, it's touching my chin, isn't it? How about if I have it like that? Well, you just need to make sure that it doesn't move around somehow. For the next program, if you're good, I will try. Okay. All right. Otherwise, I'll just come there and show you how to speak into a microphone. <laughs> I'm going to slap you. Please. Really? I, that was, I'm Rob. <laughs> Not Nob. Hmm. <laughs>
so funny. Oh, I'm never going to live this down. This is going to haunt me forever. Robin Nob, the dead air park. Oh, dear, oh, dear, can't even talk. Mind you, I've got these things stuck in my ears. If I take one of them out, I can hear better. Yeah, but this is stereo, so one of us might get dropped. <laughs> uh, anyway, listen, you can tweet us all, can't you? Dead Air Podcast or at the James Whale. You can uh, Facebook us. You can go onto the website. Got an app? Have we got a James Whale app? No, we'll have to get you one. Get me an app. You've got a Dead, Dead Air Podcast app. Click on that and, and you can hear the program there as well. Exactly. Right, let's have the music on and cheer ourselves up, all right? This is a great new band. They're called Sky Ladder, and it's a bit of rock pop, a little bit of brass in there as well. And, uh, well, you know more about it. Go and tell them. Yeah, their website is www.skyladder.net, and I'll spell it for you. It's Sky, S-K-Y, obviously, and then E. So it's it's like the Isle of Sky, isn't it? S-K-Y-E. That's, right, yeah. that's where very, it comes from. Very geographical, yes. There you go. That's where it comes yeah. from. So it's yeah. S-K-Y-E. L-A-D-D-E-R. So think the Isle of Sky, and then ladder. think about having a ladder to climb onto it. It's skyladder.net. And I'll give you a bit of background, if you like. They're from Lancashire, and they are Jane and Paul Britton. And um, that's it. You've uh, yeah. you go to the website, you can find out all about them. And you can see a little DVD there as well. Very good. Very nice indeed. And if you've got some music you'd like us to play on the James Well Radio Show, featuring the guys from... Dead Air Podcast, then get in touch. You know how to get in touch. You know where to find us. Please do.
So in those immortal words, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. And they both went. (laughs) (laughs) The James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow. Or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.